0: Question. If I were to ask you right this second to write down all of the subscriptions you pay for each month, would you be able to do it without missing one? It's more difficult than it sounds, especially with so many options and those sneaky free trials that you sometimes forget to cancel. What if I told you I had the perfect solution to help you with this exact problem? Why don't you try Rocket Money? With the help of Rocket Money, I was able to see each and every single subscription I pay for, even the ones I totally forgot I had. I'm sure you've been there too, but Rocket Money Money can help cancel it with just a few taps. Between streaming platforms, apps, delivery services, and even parenting and kids subscriptions, it's hard to keep track of exactly what you're spending and how much it all adds up to each month. Not to mention the fact that it seems every single day one of those subscriptions suddenly jumps up in price. Rocket Money alerts you when this happens, so you're never caught unawares. Rocket Money is a personal finance app that finds and cancels your unwanted subscriptions, monitors your spending, and helps you. Lower your bills so that you can grow your savings. Take control over your finances, and with the help of Rocket Money's easy-to-use dashboard, compare your monthly spending and make saving money easier than ever. They'll also try to negotiate lowering your bills up to 20%. All you have to do is submit a picture of your bill, and Rocket Money takes care of the rest. They'll even deal with customer service for you. Rocket Money has over 5 million users and has saved a total of 500 million in canceled subscriptions, saving members up to 700. $140 a year when using all of the app's features. Stop wasting money on things you don't use. Cancel your unwanted subscriptions by going to rocketmoney.com/slash morning cup. That's rocketmoney.com/slash morning cup. Rocketmoney.com/slash morning cup. Have you ever come home from a long day just to find out that that meat you needed for your recipe has totally slipped your mind the last time you went to the grocery store? Well, with the help of ButcherBox, you might never have to deal with that problem ever again. With ButcherBox, you get the convenience of having high-quality meat and seafood delivered straight to your door. Not to mention the peace of mind you get to feel knowing that it's 100% grass-fed, free-range, and crate-free. All humanely raised with no antibiotics or added hormones. Let ButcherBox help make your life even easier no grocery store required. In addition to free shipping on every order, you get to curate your box plans, have access to member exclusive deals, get recipe ideas and inspiration, as well as helpful tips. You really can't go wrong with ButcherBox. Sign up for ButcherBox today by going to butcherbox.com slash morning cup and use the code morning cup at checkout and enjoy your choice of bone in chicken thighs, top sirloins, or salmon in every box for an entire year. Plus, get $20 off. Again, that's ButcherBox.com slash Morning Cup and use the code Morning Cup.
1: There were two more murders 15 miles away. When police arrived, they found, found the telephones out. and electricity lines. We have a weird homicide. A scene described by one investigator as reminiscent of a weird... Morning. Cup of murder.
0: Some cases can have such strange elements that they seem hard to believe. On February 8th, 1981, a man's body was found in a case that saw one person proposing the unbelievable only to be ignored by her colleagues, an act that they would soon come to regret. So if you like your coffee hot, but your bones chilled, sit back and start your day with a morning cup of murder. Smack dab in the center of San Francisco is a place called Golden Gate Park a place where, as the 1970s brought home many Vietnam veterans with a multitude of untreated mental conditions, individuals who were left unsupported and on their own, the rapid-growing population of houseless seemed to settle there. With an estimated 40 to 200 people living in the park at any given time, the Golden Gate Park, unfortunately, became known for its petty crime. However, in 1981, it became the backdrop of a much more nefarious crime when one of the Golden Gate Park occupants brutally lost his life. Leroy Carter Jr., born September 17, 1951 in Louisiana, found himself overseas serving with the U.S. Marine Corps as a private first class. Instead of returning to American soil as a hero, he, like many of his fellow soldiers, found little in the way of support and eventually found himself living in Golden Gate Park. Here, he got involved in a number of small-time crimes and began racking up quite the police record with things like theft and loitering. All crimes that, when looked at as an observer, seemed to be a means for keeping himself afloat. In describing this man, no one calls him a hardened criminal bent on breaking the law just one man in a sea of many who were struggling after all they saw and did during the war in the middle of a countrywide recession. On February 7th, 1981, Leroy Carter was looking for a place to sleep when he found a nice spot near Alvord Lake. A small body of water on the eastern edge of Golden Gate Park, he settled into the secluded area, took out his sleeping bag, and fell asleep. Several hours later, as the sun came up on February 8th, a young woman came to the police and handed over a tan backpack that she found at Golden Gate Park. While there was nothing of note on the inside, the outside of the bag was, quote, spattered with blood. Calling San Francisco Police Officer James Doherty to the location the woman claimed she found the bag, the man stumbled upon the beheaded body of Leroy Carter Jr., Body still in his sleeping bag, not only was his head severed from his neck, but after a quick sweep of the area and a more extensive search of the entire park, it seemed to be missing from Golden Gate Park altogether. Taking the body in for an autopsy, it was later determined that whoever decapitated Leroy, they had done so with expert precision. An individual who sliced clean through skin, muscle, and bone with either a very sharp axe or a machete. And left jammed into the opening were two kernels of corn and a chicken wing. If that wasn't strange enough, lying near the remains about 50 yards away was the body of a mutilated chicken. It was missing one of its wings. After identifying Leroy with his fingerprints, police launched an investigation into the strange murder. Estimating his time of death was just hours before his body was found, placing it sometime in the very late evening of the 7th or the early morning of the 8th, investigators began cooking up theories and, given the strange things left at the scene, a woman named Sandy Gallant was called to take over the case. Sandy, an officer with the San Francisco Police Department, had just recently worked cases related to Jonestown, Jim Jones, and the aftermath of the massacre. Because of this, she cemented herself pretty firmly as the closest thing to an expert on cults within the department, which, as far as the investigators were concerned, might just be at the core of who killed Leroy Carter and why. Nicknamed the Cult Cop, in 1981, Sandy was knee-deep in her quest to find out how the known religious and spiritual movements that became popular in the 60s and 70s were affecting change in the region so this case seemed like the perfect one to add to her list. Looking at the file, Detective Galland noted the similarities between the murder and sacrificial rituals performed in Santeria. More specifically, in an offshoot more tied with black magic that mixed together beliefs like Santeria, Aztec blood rites, Haitian-style voodoo, Catholicism, and devil worship. Santeria was originated by the Yoruba tribe 500 years before and brought over by slave ships, and had spent the next 100 years or so evolving around the Caribbean and in the southern coast of the U.S. As it did so, it evolved from what the Yoruba had created and incorporated bits and pieces of other religions along the way. Now defined as a, quote, pantheistic Afro-Cuban religious cult developed from the beliefs and customs of the Yoruba people, and incorporating some elements of the Catholic religion, tens of thousands of Americans practice Santeria even today. And a main aspect of the practice is the sacrifice of small animals, like the chicken found at the crime scene. Though human sacrifice is rare, Detective Gallant wondered if Leroy Carter had somehow gotten himself mixed up in the practice, or if he was simply in the wrong place at the wrong time. Realizing that with satanic panic bubbling in the background, she needed to tread carefully, Detective Gallant decided to consult with the leading expert on Santeria in the U.S., Charles Wetley, who also happened to be the coroner in Dade County, Florida, a place where Santeria is pretty prevalent. Together, the pair looked at the case, and in the end, they believed that Leroy's death was part of a Santeria-esque ritual, one that had likely not been completed yet. She said that the killers likely decapitated the victim in order to obtain his head for some sort of ritualistic brew that required his brain and, possibly, his eyes and ears, all of which would be consumed. Believing this crime could also be perpetrated by an overly zealous offshoot of Santeria, Detective Gallant went further and claimed that the process took approximately 21 days and that, at the end of those 21 days, If the priest gave his blessing, he would sleep with the head and the cauldron for another 21 days. Then, on the 42nd day, the head would turn back up in the area where it was taken. Unfortunately, despite considering her an expert and her consultation with another expert, Sandy Gallant's theories were mostly ignored, and in some cases, laughed at behind her back. None of them believed that such a thing happened in the real world. They were proven wrong, however, when on March 22nd, 1981, exactly 41 days after the murder, Leroy Carter's head was found amongst the weeds next to Alvord Lake. Found by Detective Gallant and her partner, who, despite the naysayers, were patrolling the area in case she was right and the ritual would be completed that day, police decided not to release any information about the head other than the fact that it had finally been found. Unfortunately, because no one believed her theories, there was no police presence at the scene when the head was brought back. Meaning the killer, or killers, got away with murder and managed to transport a whole body part undetected. With no witnesses and no evidence, the case grew cold and remains so today. Perhaps if they had listened to Sandy Galland, things would be different. She has since, in addition to achieving quite a bit of success in her career, gone on the record as saying that she no longer believes that Santeria is to blame for the murder, but instead believes it was a more obscure, black magic-obsessed cult called Palo Mayambe. There have been no suspects or persons of interest in the case of 29-year-old Leroy Carter Jr. Thank you for joining me in my morning cup of murder. Please join me again tomorrow to hear a terrible thing happened on February 9th. Don't forget to rate and subscribe and let me know how you like it. If you want to help support the podcast, there's always Patreon or just sharing it with your true crime obsessed friends. And remember, stay safe.
1: Have you made the switch to NYX? Millions of women have made the switch to the revolutionary period underwear from NYX. That's K-N-I-X. Period panties from NYX are like no other, making them the number one leak-proof underwear brand in North America.